Hello, hello, hello. This is Amir. And this is Akshansh. And welcome to episode three of Are You Bored Yet? Yep, you're back. It's it's been a while though. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I think I think I'm doing better now. Um, not not so down as before. That's that's good to hear. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's been a it's been a weird couple of weeks. Um, and as you know, I had to take some time off. So now I'm feeling better. To do your taxes. Dude, don't even get me started. I, I, I really understand why Jake Parata hates um, tax season so much, or rather paperwork so much, sorry, because mm-hmm. it's just the worst. It's tax season is just horrible. Um, yeah, but we're not here to talk about the nine to five. Uh, mm-hmm. We're here to talk about much more exciting things and other, you know, fun stuff we've been doing in the meantime while, mm-hmm. while we've been down and out. Um, so what have you been up to? While you were uh, down, but not out, I guess. Yeah, mostly uh, rewatching a bunch of stuff. So mm-hmm. I realized that um, it's time to really give into the the nerddom and then sort of do a, a binge of the Marvel movies in their timeline order. Oh, that's it, nice. Yeah, and it, it's quite fruitful. You get to pick up on a lot of references. Um, and then you see the connective tissue, you know, flowing through each movie, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see, uh, you know, Fury talking about uh, maybe stuff happening concurrently, uh, which is, you know, not happening in that movie, but happening concurrently and, and talked about in the next movie. But you see all of that uh, unfolding in real time. So that's that's quite nice. I haven't finished it yet, but it's... What, what movie are you on right now? So my morale took a big hit after Thor Dark World. Very um, understandable, I think. Y- yeah, it's not the best Marvel movie. It's a bit of a hot mess. It it is. It it really is. Like Nick Natalie Portman just looks disinterested for like most of the movie. She she's just ready to take her paycheck and leave. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And uh, Thor can you know Chris Hemsworth is great but he's not great enough to carry the whole movie for its entirety. So, yeah. Anywho, yes. so I'm, yeah, and, and I'm on uh, Iron Man 3, I believe, right now. Uh, nice. Which is unfolding well. I do expect it to pick up, but yeah, it's it's been enjoyable so far, right? That's, that's great, which is a good segue into our first topic for the day, which is a pretty popular show that I hope most of our listeners have at least heard of, if not watched already. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about WandaVision. Yay. It's, it's a big show. It's uh, It was a fun watch. Yeah. It was definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, so, I honestly don't know what phase of Marvel we are in. I think we're somewhere between an end of phase two and... Uh, some phase between three i believe okay okay all right so two and three um but whatever this is and if this is the jump they've taken to you know switch between two different phases i think it's the best way to go about it Mm -hmm. um it's a simple story really and then just to kick us off with some some sort of a summary for for what the show is about it's about Wanda Maximoff, who who is this Marvel character we've been introduced to earlier in, through the Avengers movies uh, uh, in the previous phase, and and uh, we and I guess at this point some spoilers are going to be introduced while we talk about this. Uh, if you haven't watched um, 
maybe the Infinity War saga in its entirety, or even just the Infinity War movie or Endgame, this is a good point for you to catch up. Um, but the, all the events of uh, the TV show take place after um, uh, the conclusion of Endgame. And uh, the, I guess that means after everyone's been brought back. Exactly. So they have reversed the blip. And uh, it is it is literally an examination of what Wanda has lost through the process uh, of fighting Thanos and, and um, her... Um, you know, <clears throat> fight with uh, the militia forces back in her home country, uh, her losing her parents, um, and then... The made-up Eastern European country of Sokovia. Yes, uh, and, and, and then losing her brother, and then, uh, and then eventually use, uh, losing the one person who was uh, closest to her, um, vision and who mm-hmm. she was closest to right um mm-hmm. uh, her romantic interest so to speak in in terms of uh, the movie so would you say uh, the show is sort of an examination of wanda's grief uh speaking in broad strokes of course oh yeah yeah it, it's 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 escapism uh, uh for uh, from grief it's it's just her projecting her uh, or rather defending herself from all that you know for the lack of a better term, crap that's happened to her <laughs> and then just mm-hmm. trying to deal with it and then normalize her life and live that, you know, ideal... Sort white... of make a safe, happy space for herself. Exactly. Like, most of us has, have done, like, at some point in our lives where we've just been like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to focus on what's happening around me, which is shit right now. I'm just going to, like, maybe watch something which is funny and light on TV and just have a laugh. So she literally takes it to another extreme where she goes to this uh, town in New Jersey, Westview, and um, starts controlling all of the people in Westview. Like, she's this... Um, like, she's putting up a stage play of some sort. Exactly. And the entire town is is a cast. And then she has gotten inside their heads um, somehow. And then she is now controlling all the facets of their life. And they're just play acting in, in, uh, in a version of her life, which she believes is, is happy and... Um, sort of her idealized version exactly yeah and it's it it's it has it has a brilliant start it has an even you know more exciting finish um this this the series uh and uh yeah i i think we can even discuss a break by break of the episode or we can just discuss the whole flow like but before all of that like i, I do want to know like how did you feel about the show in 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 general you know what? I was actually very, very pleasantly surprised by the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the premise of the show, I did expect it to be kind of out there, kind of weird and bizarre and unlike anything Marvel's done before. And uh, they sort of uh, they sort of did deliver on that uh, promise. Um, I feel like this is probably the most interesting thing Marvel has done creatively in a long, long time. Yep. And uh, as someone who's sort of been a big fan right from the beginning, right from the first Iron Man movie. We don't count the Hulk movie. <laughs> Wait, which one, uh, which right? Hulk movie aren't you counting? Are you aren't, uh, are you not counting the, the Eric uh, Bana, the Edward Norton? Uh, which one? Oh, that is super not counted. <laughs> I almost forgot that existed. I was talking about the Edward Norton one, even okay. though it is technically part of the continuity. Yep. So, yeah... Um, it's it's very interesting to see these characters uh, living this small town domesticated life, and uh, especially given how 
powerful and how strong they are in terms of the whole MCU and uh, it's just such a low stakes show that it's it's very enjoyable yep yep and it, it it it's not afraid to poke fun at itself right which is which is nice and i think marvel has sort of perfected the formula for that like dc has never been able to um, not take itself seriously everything in dc is you know this grand gesture grim and yeah, yeah yeah it's it's always something dark and heavy and it has to have a deeper meaning but marvel is like you know what yeah we're not about that life we we, we are happy with uh making fun of us happy being clipsters yeah. and yeah delivering one liners and yeah. and yeah so so it fits into uh the the tone of the show and then uh, there are it, it's it's filled with references um i think in the, right right up in the first episode i think it's a reference to bewitched right which is mm-hmm. which is a very very old tv show and then of course there is an ex- 1950s i believe oh yeah it's oh 50s wow that's that's really old yeah so it could be wrong but yeah yeah i mean yeah but in any case these are these are shows which are way way um back in time right and and they do there is sort of a reveal later on in the season why these shows um were sort of chosen uh, by mm-hmm. um wanda to to portray uh, her sort of image of family life and and it's it's a good reason um but yeah so, it, uh, yeah go ahead yeah uh, if if i can sort of expand on that a little bit mm-hmm. um it's basically because uh, wanda's father used to sell sort of these uh, bootleg vhs tapes of these mm-hmm. shows uh, back in their home country so growing up uh of course her uh, parents get killed by an attack of uh some sort of uh military exercise mm-hmm. which also involves Tony Stark because they use his weapons mm-hmm. and uh those are some of her only happy family memories and yeah i think that's what she really really wants in life and they would have these tv nights where they would all get together as a family and watch these shows so yeah i think she's just sort of harkening back to that happy time yeah trying to re- recreate um what was once a nice life even though it was surrounded by war and all sides but at least they were together they were happy and yeah so so she goes through um i guess the first if correct me if i'm wrong i think it's the first five episodes right that each take up one um sort of homage or reference to a, a tv show in the past uh till mm-hmm. we eventually catch up to the more modern style of uh, comedy and then mockumentary style uh, tv shows like maybe parks and rec office and then uh, uh, modern family and all of that good stuff so um it, it's it's just chock full of references and chock full of um you know throwbacks to all of these uh, great sitcoms of the past and and even um, more contemporary sitcoms uh, what i do enjoy also is the fact that they are able to uh, incorporate these references to things that have happened in the Marvel universe and specific to Wanda um in the show itself mm-hmm. uh, through the use of commercials right which are quite dark in some in some cases like very very dark oh yeah they do get dark and they're, they're very self referential to as you mentioned things that have happened in her past or just tangential uh, say large companies that exist in yeah. the MCU at large maybe it's stark and maybe it's hydra yeah so things like that have been uh, sort of incorporated in a very nice way 
as uh, as Marvel does. Yeah, and then one that has stuck with me um, is is the Lagos commercial. Um, oh yeah, uh, where she I think it's 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 uh, presented in the form of a paper towel or something, and then it just uh, the idea behind the commercial is that you can clean up any mess that you've made, and in in this particular. Um, uh, situation it's it's like some pool of sort of a red looking reddish liquid right and then um i wonder what that red liquid is and it's it's a, it's it's a good reference to to when uh, back when maximov screwed up uh, big time when i don't believe which country but she was trying to div, uh, control some sort of a situ- uh, i guess yeah of course lagos and then and she was trying to console uh, control some sort of a um, hostile situation and instead her past sort of redirected to civilian population and then she yeah she killed a bunch of people so yeah the references are quite uh, dark and then they're quite on point to also uh, explore why she must feel an enormous amount of guilt uh, for the things that she has done in the past which is a mm-hmm. uh, which is tied very closely to why she wants to also escape from the reality of it all why she wants this you know controlled almost idyllic life yeah and it's almost like a lab generated version of her life uh, life so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh, it's interesting moving to the rest of the cast of the show um the show also had Catherine Hahn and uh, i know how much you love Catherine Hahn already based on yeah. her work in Parks and Rec yep uh, where she was sort of this hard boiled campaign manager yep and uh she's i think she steals the show initially when she shows up oh yeah i, I think uh for yeah i think she's like um margot martindale the character actress uh from for fans of bojack horseman yeah and yeah. justified and a bunch of other shows in which she shows up <laughs> yes so so she she's a and at this point i don't even consider her a character actress she's just she's just crazy good oh, she's amazing yeah yeah and I'm I'm actually uh, planning to watch Mrs. Fletcher, which is this uh, coming of age almost drama for her, or rather maybe we should call it a midlife crisis sort of drama. But like she just exploring her um, her life and her sexuality, um, and she's sort of awakening to new possibilities when she is in her thirties or forties on on that show. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch that soon. But yeah, she's she's crazy good in whatever she is, and she's just yeah, for the lack of a better word, she's magic. So yeah. So yeah, can you can you tell us something about her character on WandaVision? Yeah, she. Uh, so uh, this again entails spoilers. So unless you watch the show, I recommend that you catch up first and then uh, you know <laughs> resume from this point. But uh, uh, her character is actually. Uh, first shown to us as one of the neighbors um, that Maximoff has, right? And then um, she, of course, is um, in control of uh, of uh, this neighbor as well, along with the rest of the population of Westview. Or she th- Westview, or, sorry. or so she thinks. Oh, exactly, or, or, or so she thinks. So uh, it's revealed to us later on that, um, and it actually makes sense, right? Why would someone insert, even if it was a TV version of uh, Maximoff's life, why, why would someone end up inserting such really uh, gritty and then uh, guilt-filled uh, references to her past, right? And and mm-hmm. uh, everyone's uh, sort of thinking, like, is there someone else who is pulling the strings in the background? Is this someone else trying to 
you know, push Maximoff towards something. And mm-hmm. then that, you know, eventually gets to a point where it's revealed to us where um, Catherine Hahn's character is uh, Agatha, which has been, um, which which is a big meme now. It's a big song. There's a big reveal. Uh, Agatha. Oh, yep, that's, that's the... I'm doing that right. But yeah, the song is, the song is an absolute banger. Yeah, it is. It is. In in fact, uh, Catherine Hahn uh, reached, uh, I think she recorded it herself. And mm-hmm. uh, she, I, I'm not too sure about that. So someone should fact check me on that. Uh, but yeah, uh, she, the song itself uh, reached uh, number one on iTunes the week this episode was released, where they revealed that she is Agatha Harkness, uh, uh, a witch in, in, in her own right. And then she's this uh, crazy witch where she can just absorb the power of other witches around her. And, and uh, yeah, she's basically a container for power. So, mm-hmm. so uh, if I can add something to that. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, I, I read somewhere that the reason the song was such a, such a big hit and it was so catchy was that uh, apparently the people who worked on the Frozen song uh-huh. uh, were the same people who helped write this. So it kind of makes <laughs> nice. sense. Nice, yeah. Imagine a bunch of ch- children now just singing Agatha instead of, what was, it, what was the other one? Uh, Let it go. Let it go, and there was one more, right? Do, do you want to build a snowman card? It was playing everywhere, or uh, rather, everyone's just listening to it, and it was just a big thing. The uh, Frozen was released. I was not a big fan. Not so, a fun time. Yep, not a fun time. Then this is a different conversation, but uh, I I prefer Pixar over Disney, and it's quite sad that Pixar is now under Disney. So yeah. Yeah, we shall we shall get into that at some point. It's it's all very political. Yes, it is too political for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah. So going going back to uh, Captain Han's character. Um, so she is Akta Harkness, and uh, she is a witch, and she's been the one who has been quote unquote directing all of these episodes in in Maximov's life, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So that's a big reveal, and then we also get to learn about her her you know motivation to do the same and Mm -hmm. uh it is uh just to i mean it's just for power she's trying to understand if uh, maximov is indeed someone who was prophesized to be the scarlet witch you said is, the name. You said the thing. I I, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's uh, and and actually, yeah. This at this point, I also want to note that it's it's this sort of uh, transition from Maximov to uh, Scarlet Witch. This sort of this mythical witch that is supposed to be like insanely powerful, even stronger than uh, Doctor Strange. Exactly, the supreme sorcerer, and it's. It has been handled so well. I, I've watched a lot of Marvel movies, just like the rest of our. Um, maybe... They've sort of been drinking from the fire hose lately. Exactly. Yeah. So, so this this uh, build up to and then this reveal um, for us and then this evolution of uh, Maximoff to the Scarlet Witch has been just impeccably done. So, so it was quite mm-hmm. nice to watch that and actually know that origin story uh, through uh, Agatha's character. Or rather, Catherine's character, um, and um, in the end, it's 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 a big showdown between um, Agatha, who wants all all that lots good. Of, lots of laser beams flying around. Yeah. purple laser beams versus red yeah. laser beams. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they had a fun time in the green room, and they were just like zipping through, you know, past each other, and just then... hanging on strings and just being. <laughs> 
yeah like puppets exactly and then all this while it's 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 amazing that uh, the 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 so-called scarlet witch this the this most power or one of the most powerful celestial beings in, in the universe or rather in this universe i, I should say is mm-hmm. just fighting uh agatha in, in in a hoodie like a sweatshirt or something it's it's amazing mm-hmm. and agatha has this whole dress up and everything and yeah so so they continue i mean fight. let's let's not let's not judge her for wearing comfortable clothing which no it's, i it's, think most, most of us and our listeners have been doing for the last year exactly and it's such a it's such a nod to pandemic clothing where we are like I, i'm not, i'm never going to go back to not wearing pajamas like i, I have I, I, <laughs> yeah it's going to be hard like i i, I don't know how i'm going to go back to office not in my pajamas it's i need to have a conversation with some hr people now but I, i'm uh, sure i'm sure they can help you figure something out yeah so so it, that was nice it was pretty even though the fight itself wasn't laid back uh maximov's attitude to it was quite laid back but let's be honest she didn't really get a, t- a lot of time to prepare for it but there was something i i really liked about the fight mm mm-hmm. is that for once uh one of the like the main character in this actually learns something from the bad guy and they use that against them oh yeah the the switcheroo and you don't really see that happen so often in these uh superhero things and i was i was actually very impressed by that yep yep that was like uh you know right back at you <laughs> that that was nice uh, what am i is referring to is the use of the runes uh, apparently runes are objects that witches can place in in a certain area and uh, that area then is just uh, you know only the witch who's placed the rune in that yeah. area can basically use magic there exactly no everyone else is you know not allowed to use magic or can't use magic sort of on mute like on the zoom call. so that was nice she ends up using that concept that agatha was the one to teach her uh and then that backfires on agatha and then um agatha is loki impressed seeing that i think because yeah because in the comics uh agatha's character is sort of uh mm-hmm. wanda's teacher in terms of these magical things and uh yeah by the end of the show you can sort of see her sort of taking that role well uh when Wanda actually beats her and sort of uh, imprisons her and she is like maybe there's there's some way i can use your information all the stuff you know about magic and stuff so she is sort of yeah. like yeah i think uh, i think i'll have to come back and meet you at some point yeah yeah she's like i i know where to find you so i'll be there and then then at the end of it all there is this uh I think there's this post credit where you see the scarlet uh witch who's well Maximoff was now the scarlet witch and and she's just her spectral form is hovering over a book um and I'm not too sure what the book was I'm sure it, it's been referenced in the in the show it's called the dark holder something like that let me check but yeah it's it's a bunch of uh I'm guessing you know superior knowledge yeah yeah it's 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 the dark hold it's known as the book of sins the book of spells or the book of the damned nice it is an ancient book of spells and unspeakable power <laughs> sounds like a light tree uh, right yeah yeah so she's just chilling she's just uh, you know cutting back on this nice little um play somewhere in the middle of nowhere and then she's just her spectral form in the in the meantime is just hovering over the pages of this uh, really fun book 
and uh, yeah that's that's how it ends um and uh, every and, and everything in the middle is uh that we've left out uh there is a there's a lot more there there are kids there is a white vision let's talk about the kids for a bit sure yeah uh the, so yeah go ahead you can, you can go ahead first yeah i i i i'm going to let you go ahead okay so for the kids um i didn't see it coming but it was a good um i mean it was only logical that if she had this uh set life where where she where she had her husband back from the dead where everything was okay no one was chasing her or coming after her with any ulterior motives that she would also eventually want to raise a family so mm-hmm. she ends up uh, i don't know how they conceive but they do conceive <laughs> um and um there are it's uh, one of her powers right she can she can create things out of nothing okay. which is supposed to be something I think only the Scar- Scarlet Witch can do. Man, she can create life and stuff. A Scarlet Witch, um, um, you know, fertility center would be would be a good idea. I'm sure a lot of people would find that very helpful. Yes, um, and uh, but yeah, <laughs> so so she does that, and and um, then there are two kids who have special abilities. So one of them is like her brother. One of them is a speedster, like. Yeah. their uncle Pietro Maximoff. Yep, yep. And the other one, he can what can he do? I think he, his powers are sort of similar to his mother's. I see. Um so yeah, and then and then there is an appearance by uh her brother who is casted by Agatha in in uh, you know, he's he's just one of the ran, random neighbors. but who she keeps she keeps referencing her husband Ralph yeah and uh, i'm sure there's a deeper connection to this at some point that will hopefully be revealed and uh, so uh, he's played by uh, Evan Peters who yeah. played Pietro in yeah. in the X-Men universe yeah. which are completely different and this was sort of a very interesting play by the showrunners to sort of uh drive all these people who post theory videos on youtube into sort of overdrive and like make all these unnecessary connections like is this uh is this this uh, very strong character called mephisto who's disguised oh, yeah, as yeah that was pretty yeah yeah and they, they sort of just uh, pulled a fast one on all these people <laughs> yeah and and at the end it was just fake pietro so yeah Yeah apparently he's just an actor called Ralph Boner and <laughs> I mean I I I appreciate a good boner joke but this is this is taking a bit far Yeah especially considering that the the person he is playing is dead so yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't called for yeah It was kind of in poor taste yeah Um but yeah so there's a brother there to kiss there there is at the end of the show a white vision which is which I did not see coming um who is resurrected by sword and uh, he is pretty much vision like all the circuits reintegrated except the stone so this guy is just uh, vision without memories and then he also gets visions memories at the end of it so now we have a sort of the the, the real vision sort of downloads them into white vision yep and and uh, <laughs> it's it's amazing and i think vision is back now so i'm excited to see it. let me let me ask you a question akshansh yeah, do you know yeah. about the ship of theseus 
<laughs> and there is a reference to the ship of thesis it is too much i i feel in 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 terms but of again the... i find the the conflict and the way it's resolved very interesting because it's unlike it it's it's not just laser beams being shot at each other it's it goes into this uh philosophical place yeah. and he sort of uh it's it's a battle of brains in yeah it's like it's like two philosophy professors um, having a marvel fight it's, it's, like, it's amazing yeah it's like uh, foucault versus chomsky for like, <laughs> the mcu age or something <laughs> very very mumblecore marvel it's, very it's, very much it's it's amazing but but that's a good yeah actually you're right yeah it's it's nothing i'm not going to take away anything from that particular sequence it's it's a fun sequence in its own right and and you do get to learn a lot about what will happen to vision because everyone's worried right once that um, hexagon like structure over westview disappears vision goes with it because he's actually dead only mm-hmm. within westview is he alive um, as as seen uh, in the previous episodes where where they where he tries to escape and then you see you know him falling apart bit by bit yeah, before he goes out yeah. like like i don't know something that's been left out of the fridge for too long yeah oh that reminds me you check um the milk that i left in the fridge but never mind uh yeah so uh that happens so there's white vision there are two kids there is a fake brother there is we a crazy we talked about wolf. sword sword yeah it's which it's, was honestly my least favorite part of the whole thing but it is in yeah. the show it's not a shocker really it's led by an arrogant white man so yeah it's just yeah, it's, it's a military enterprise again yeah and it's just Uh, yeah it's so it's, it's irritating so uh, while the whole thing is going on inside of uh, the west view hexagon uh, it's sort of transmitted on this very specific wavelength uh, mm-hmm. to the outside world and the sword people want to resurrect vision mm-hmm. so they're sort of letting this play out to see what wanda is doing and uh, it's it's sort of quite sneaky on their part and uh, so they're watching the whole show going on inside they're watching wanda be miserable they're watching all these people be kidnapped against their will and uh, only towards the end do they try to do something yeah they i think they are in it for themselves pretty much i think sword is has something to do with like space weapons so they want to use vision do you, i don't know the acronym Yeah, neither do I, but I know that sentient beings feature somewhere in there. So the, the idea is to save the planet from extraterrestrial threats, and the idea is also to militarize uh, what's left of Vision and actually revive him so he can be a protector uh, for the planet. At least that's mm-hmm. my understanding of it. Um, and yeah, and then they work, uh, or they don't work closely, rather, with the FBI agent who's. Uh, Uh, Jim Wu, right? Um, G- yeah, uh, Jimmy Wu, I think. Yeah. Or uh, as uh, fans of The Office will know him, Asian Jim. Yeah, Asian Jim. Um, he's the. We have Kat Dennings, who is um, always fun on any show, any movie, uh, as lighthearted as ever. Um, and uh, then she's, she's she sort of uh, has all the uh, exposition dump dialogues in this show just just constantly explaining yeah to everyone what's going on i mean we get it but it's it's nice to have someone telling you what's going on as well okay, yeah and then then and then there's uh, the what what could be a, a movement for you know captain marvel um or rather a 
I don't really know what her character is going to be. In fact, I've even forgotten her name at this point. But uh, you know who I'm referring to, right? Monica Rambo. Yeah. And then her mother is uh, dead. Although she comes back from... Monica herself is back from the from the blip. And uh, now she she goes into the hexagon at one point. She goes into it and out a couple of times. And I think that gives her power. Exactly. And then that, that's what Kat Dennings' uh, character, again, you know, explains uh, so skillfully that, you know, you've gone through the hexagon so many times. Your, whatever, your tissues have been rearranged, and which is a very uh, fancy way of saying that, okay, you now have superpowers, uh, most probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do see... Uh, we do see her powers in action, uh, I think, in the last episode. Yep, yep, in the finale. And... Uh, and then she's approached, I believe, at the end of it all by some... By the scroll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. let's go into space and meet Nick Fury. So that's going to yeah. be fun. I, yeah, I wish people approached me in some abandoned cinema. Or, well, actually, no, if people approach... Yeah, that I pretty yeah, much assume they're either high... Yeah. yeah I wouldn't uh, yeah. recommend that you yeah. go with them if that happens to you. True, that is true. Uh, but yeah, so that pretty much is the breakdown of all the uh, awesome, not so awesome, average characters. I, I don't think honestly there were any average characters. All of them were either great or just absolutely. Except the main, uh, not the main, the the second bad guy, the the lead person from Sword. Oh, he yeah. was pretty average. Yeah, he was. He was. I, I'm not even including him in this. I don't think the show would have uh, missed out on anything if just his character wasn't there and if they just made sword as an entity the bad guy and, true yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah it's, it's 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 a it's a great show it's a marvel really pushing you know for, for something which which hasn't been done before it's marvel actually doing quite well within the confines of the tv mode they didn't have within like, the confines of the tv mode and within the confines of their continuity which yeah. is pretty complicated at this point yeah and then they've done a good job of keeping everything connected so far so um, I'm. I, I even watched the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It seems really nice. It's it's set up for something big. Um, we can discuss. Uh, we're obviously going to discuss this with uh, once you know the entire season is out. I believe mm-hmm. there are six episodes. But yeah, it looks like so far Marvel is going to do a bang up job with all of these you know T- Disney Plus releases that they are rolling out. Yeah, they seem to be using these to tell sort of more intimate stories that uh, build good uh, backstory for the characters yep. and uh, i'm excited where uh wanda's character goes next i think she's supposed to show up in uh yeah multi- Doctor strange 2 yeah mul- yeah that's multiverse of madness yep, yep, yep. and and that would be fun uh it's the director itself is a big boost <laughs> to the movie i i think that it's sam raimi right yep yep i'm, I'm oh my god i'm so excited yes i'm planning to like have either seizures or pass out or just pass out just from the thrill of it all because i think i think the easier thing would just be to uh, re-watch the original spider-man trilogy oh yeah yeah Easy. or uh ash versus evil dead oh yes you know what evil dead movies. I, I have never watched ash uh, yeah i have not watched evil dead like properly so i need to sit down and they're, yeah they're, they're they're interesting movies i think i think you'd enjoy them yeah yeah it's time it's Sam Raimi just being his wacky, kooky, weird <laughs> self. And yeah, just it shows that he's having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, on, on that note, I think it's um, it's uh, two thumbs up from both of us, I believe, for, for, for WandaVision. And, and it's... Yep, and if Rithik Roshan were here, it would be three thumbs up. Yes. Oh, wow. You went there. 
either so wow okay uh but yeah um uh, me my my boy ame and our other boy rithik we we all we're all in agreement about wandavision it's it's a great show and i think if you've not got it yet you should please watch yes, it yes definitely it's it's amazing